if you think about where you used to be then and where you are now, I mean, millions of miles ahead, millions. Hey guys, this is Taylor, your host. Happy New Year 2020. I can't believe this is my first episode of 2020, so welcome back to Girl Gaze. Here are your Sunday scaries with a new episode and a mimosa, but hold the OJ. Get ready for brunch with me and special guests as we chat about all things fashion, career building, and adulting. It's literally Friday night, well, Friday morning, 12 25 a.m because i just had a surge of motivation um i just got back from my family vacation today and we my whole family my mom's side my extended family rented out a house in new hampshire which is i know kind of random but that's just what we found and it was really fun um it was really long but the house was big enough so nobody got on anybody's nerves we went out with no blow-ups. I feel like if you have a family, not like a blow-up blow-up, but if you have a large family together, or even just like if you go away on spring break with friends, there's bound to have someone um, got on somebody else's nerves, but that really didn't happen. And so I would call that a very successful vacation. But this goes into my gaze of the week. It's too easy to fall back into bad habits. So what came with this family vacation was We stayed at this house and we didn't really go out to dinner because everyone just brought a shit ton of food. And I'm talking bread, bagels. My cousins, one set of cousins live in New Jersey. And listen, I know all of you people from Long Island or New York City will say, oh my gosh, we have the best bagels, which I'm a native Long Islander. I'll call myself that. And I know Glencove Bagel, like, is the shit. And that there are very good bagel places in New York City. Like, not denying that. But... This bagel place in New Jersey that my cousins go to is simply just better, like hands down better. So there were amazing bagels and every single night we had like lasagna and meatballs and just like all these heavy, heavy courses. And there was always like junk food around and chips. And I'm a big chip person. If you don't know me, I can literally have chips with every single meal. So needless to say, I literally have never eaten so much in my entire life. My stomach is, (laughs) it feels like it's stretching right now. And I am currently, oh, I didn't even say this. I'm currently sitting at home, like my home home, not my apartment in New York City, because we brought two cars up. So I actually don't even know if I said this, but I have a younger sister. She's a senior in high school. Then I have a younger brother who is two years younger than me. He is a junior at Syracuse University. So our family is five. My brother and I drove in our Jeep. Well, I say our, but it's really my sister's now, I guess. I don't really know. So anyway, we ended up just all driving back home. And now I'm in my room at home. And I'm very excited to get back to the city, to get back all my routine, not eat like shit. Which, listen, I'm all, I'm here for a cheat day, but like... I feel I'm like I'm really good at not eating like shit, especially because I'm 
self-diagnosed lactose intolerant. So I'm I tend to be very careful with what I buy at the grocery store. Like I really I rarely buy junk food unless it's Rice Krispie treats. Rice Krispie treats are my favorite. Oh my god, they're dank. I freaking love Rice Krispie treats. Actually, one night I got Rice Krispie treats to bring back to the city with me. And when we got home, my mom was like, okay, like put this in your room before everyone eats them and they're gone. So I brought them up to my room and I kid you not, I probably had like 10. I know I'm disgusting. (laughs) In my defense, they were the small ones, so whatever. But I just realized now that I have like three empty wrappers on my desk, I turn it over and it says may contain milk and soy products. I just, the reason I would always buy Rice Krispie Treats at the grocery store is because I totally thought they were dairy-free. I guess I'll need to find a different snack to indulge in because sometimes dairy-free ice cream just doesn't do it for you, you know? Just not satisfying. Okay, anyway, I went on a whole other rant, but I was saying it's too easy to fall back into bad habits with eating poorly and you know I did work out one day I usually work out twice a week I'll go to the gym I have a gym um a couple blocks away from me and they offer classes too like with the gym membership so I've been trying to go to one of those at least one of those a week and then one of my friends in the Upper East Side coincidentally met her through Instagram her name is Monica I'll get her on the pod one of these days but anyway she joined the gym with me and we went to a class together right before we went on our holiday break from work and it's kind of really nice to have someone like a gym buddy kind of because now if I sign up for a class I'm being held accountable or also it'll motivate me although one day it was like a couple of weeks ago we signed up for a class I think it was Monday morning I really do and it was at like it was like a seven o'clock seven a.m class and we text each other in the morning of course our alarms go off and it's raining that day it's really nasty and it's cold and I was like if you don't go I won't go and then we didn't go we were like we're the worst but that extra hour of sleep was really amazing so no regrets but anyway I feel like it's so easy to fall off from having a great routine and great habits. And if you just like don't pay attention to it, it's so easy to, you know, eat poorly, to not exercise, to have a bad attitude, to um, talk negatively to yourself in your head. And once you start to do that, you realize that you're in this pattern and it's kind of hard to get back up. So when I head back to the city, I'm excited to get back into my routine and to eat normal and to cook my first meal because when if you listen to the last episode which by the way was my favorite episode so far so definitely go ahead and listen to that i had my friend emily over and well she's also an influencer and we talked about our new year's resolutions at the end one of my new year's resolutions is really to learn how to cook and you know pop the cherry on my stove because no shame but i have yet to cook in my apartment Um, of course I've made like eggs, so I'm definitely going to cook myself one meal this week just to get that out of the way and do that. I think I might do HelloFresh. I think I have a coupon for that that got sent in my mail. Um, I always go to the gym on Sundays every single week, so that'll be great. Or maybe I'll do like a class, 
because usually when I do a class at the gym, it gets my ass there physically. And then afterward, I'll like hit the elliptical, I'll walk on the treadmill. I have knee problems, so I can't run on the treadmill. I really want to. But also, <laughs> I've never admitted this to anyone. Well, actually, I think I've admitted it to my aunt. I'm kind of scared to run on the treadmill. I don't know why, but every single time I think about running on the treadmill, I just remember that video of Taylor Swift and who was it? It was like a rapper or something. It was like a Beats headphones ad a few years back and she's like running on the treadmill and then all of a sudden she does a face plant and just like slides off of it. That is my biggest fear of running the treadmill. So anyway, (laughs) so I have two reasons why I don't run on the treadmill. Yeah. So maybe I'll do that and just like feel better about myself. And I don't know. I just kind of feel gross right now. I remember in the beginning of my trip, I came down. It was like the first morning we all woke up um, and we're in this big, lovely kitchen and everyone's having coffee. And oh, my uncle made us all eggs and we had bagels, whatever. And my aunt was like, Taylor, like you're wearing makeup already. And I was like, no, I just woke up. I'm not doing makeup on. She was like, wow, your skin looks amazing. And I was like, oh, thanks. Like, yay. And I kid you not, by the end of that trip, my skin had my skin right now is fucking horrible. And how many days was I there? It's probably like six days later, seven days later. My skin is horrible just because of one week of not eating well and also being dehydrated. But honestly, I'm in a constant state of dehydration. I don't know if it's just me, but like, I'm really, I'm going to buy myself a water bottle to hold myself accountable for drinking enough water. Because I feel like when I'm at work, I don't, I just like don't prioritize getting water and it's not even that the kitchen is that far from the fashion closet but I just don't get up from my desk enough to like refill my little cup and then it's like you finish it in a couple sips so I think yeah I'm gonna bring I'm going to start to bring a water bottle to work and then fill it up there and then try to hold myself accountable because TMI but my pee is like not clear so I definitely need to work on that in 2020. So, oh, and then The Bachelor starts. Yes, I'm so excited for The Bachelor because, well, so I didn't really like Hannah to begin with, but I literally watched, I think, the first four minutes of the show and I couldn't watch that her season because she just annoyed the shit out of me. And I'm sorry if anyone loves her, but... I mean, she fucked herself over in the end. Don't know why she didn't choose Tyler, but also throw it back to when Tyler Cameron's roommate answered my DM. Ha ha. Listen to the previous episode if you haven't already to find out what DM I used that he answered me back. So anyway, I'm really excited. I don't really know Pilot Pete. I think that's who it is. I don't really know him that well. I just know that they, didn't they have sex like in the windmill or something like that? I think that was him. So he's adventurous at least. And I feel like being a pilot is really prestigious. So I'm excited for that. And also I feel like when there's more girls, it's just so much more entertaining because girls can get so catty. I will definitely be having a wine night with some of my girlfriends over to watch the series premiere. I'm pumped. Very pumped. So anyway, I don't even know where that rant came from or where I was. Oh, okay. I wrote a quote down. So I wanted to talk in this episode about, you know, some of my reflections on 2019 and going to 2020. 
and actually I know that this was so annoying to watch on Instagram but obviously everyone their mother knows that everyone was posting on their Instagram stories about like the year in review or whatever and like posting collages and really trying hard to like show everyone what they've accomplished in the past year. Yes, it was really annoying and got to the point where when you would look on people's stories, the very top like where you see the, the lines of the different posts would look like ants. So of course I did not actually watch everyone's, but it inspired me to go into my photo album and look on the month's spot and you know I went through month by month and I wrote down in my notes on my computer the biggest accomplishments that I had per each month and it was really nice to reflect on that to see how far I've come and I'm really proud of myself and I really encourage all of you to do the same because it's so easy to spend hours aimlessly scrolling on Instagram I'm guilty of it but you know, take a minute off of Instagram and scroll through your camera roll and see what you've done this past year. And what, as I looked on what I did in the past year, it was motivating because you do more than you think. I feel like we all hold ourselves up to this high standard and we view ourselves in a way that's beneath what we really are in reality. So I found this quote Um, I actually, so I got my family gifts from the fashion closet. We had a giveaway and of course, side note, I forgot to bring them to my family vacation. So I didn't get to give all the gifts to everyone. But as I was looking through, I got everyone. I pulled out this journal that I got my cousin because she loves journals and they have like cute quotes in them. And I was just flipping through it. And I found this quote that says, nurture your mind with great thoughts and it, it caught my eye among the other quotes that were listed in it. And of course, the writer and the editor in me immediately revised the quote to read as so. Nurture your mind with positive thoughts. I would love to empower all of you to be nicer to yourself in 2020. It's so easy to let negative thoughts flow into your mind or to, you know, feel unmotivated or to be upset. And I think, listen, it's okay. Everyone has has their downs. I do too. But I, I really, really would love all of you to be nicer to yourself in 2020. And, and I would like to do that as well. So what I'm going to do, I decided, before I pack all my stuff up to go back to the city. I'm going to steal one of my mom's mason jars and take it back with me. And every single day in 2020, so starting today, I will write on a post-it, pink post-it, of course, duh, like on brand always. So I will write the date on top and I will write one positive thing that I accomplished, saw, read, could be a quote, could be a video something positive that inspired me. Write it down and fold it up and place it in the jar. It's simple, it's just one thing. It's not like I'm writing down everything. I would also like to get into journaling, but I feel like that's more of a commitment. So I definitely will get into it because I I have some nice journals that I got myself from Florence when I studied abroad there two years ago. So freaking insane that that was two years ago. 
when journaling became more mainstream, I always thought it meant, oh, you have to write down your thoughts. It's as if it's a therapy session, but in journal form. But that's really not what it is. Throughout these past few months, when I moved into the city, specifically September, the beginning of September, end of August, I have become much more mindful. And I don't know if it's just, you know, this natural point of adulthood I'm entering, or if it's me trying to navigate post-grad life and just keep sane because this transition is just wild. And once I pinpoint this transition more, I definitely will have a full episode designated to it, the transition. But I have been making a conscious and intentional effort to express my gratitude independently during situations. So what I mean by that is, for example, my friends and I went to SantaCon on my birthday and I was having so much fun. I was smiling. I was laughing. I was dancing. And of course, I was not sober, but I took a moment and thought in my head, wow, I love these people who I'm with and I'm having so much fun and I really appreciate this moment. And I just said that in my head and it made me live in the, one, live in the moment more, which I feel like is always, you know, a goal for people, especially because we can always get so trapped in our phone. So it's hard to be present, but I also, it just made me appreciate my friends more. It made me appreciate where I'm at in life more. It definitely made the moment more special for sure. I mean, even on my family vacation, I was talking to my grandma about something and I was thinking in my head, wow, I really love my family right now. We're all in the kitchen. We're all having separate conversations. You know, when you say those things consciously in your head and you're like, wow, I really appreciate this moment. That's expressing gratitude. At least that's what, that's what it means to express gratitude myself. And of course you can express gratitude to others by hugging them and telling them you're thankful for them. But I think that independent reflection that you do, if it's in the moment, if it's after the moment, if you journal, whatever it may be, that's really what makes the moment special, at least for me. So I'm excited for 2020 to become more mindful and I feel like I'm really just appreciating my life more. Um, Not saying that I took everything for granted growing up, but I feel as though I'm definitely becoming more appreciative now at more than ever in my life. And it's made me happier as a result. I wrote down some things that I loved about 2019 and these are kind of, some of them are broad. So one of them is I'm graduated and magna cum laude, not trying to brag, but like super proud of myself. I got a job and I got published in the New York Post print multiple times and I moved to New York City. Of course, those are the ones that's in like the past few months, but I'm really proud of myself. And I would love for you guys to just spend five minutes thinking about what you're proud of yourself for accomplishing in 2019. As I said in Emily's episode two with my gaze of the week for last episode is to celebrate the joys in your life, the big and the small. If you guys end up getting a mason jar and decorating it really cute and putting one post-it a day in there, definitely let me know and post it on Instagram stories. I would love to see that, that you guys are also 
being nicer to yourself in 2020. Another thing that I loved about 2019 was that, and I've actually done this and not just for 2019, but I have, you, everyone has those dance songs. It doesn't matter how old they are. Um, if it's a new song, if it's an old song, if it's an oldie, I'm a classic. I love playing, you know, feel good music and dancing in my apartment. And listen, I've done this in the past. I remember when I was abroad two years ago in Florence, I was a junior in college, and I was going through several interviews for internships. And to calm my nerves, I would always put on my Beat headphones, <laughs> pre-AirPod era, and blast. What song would I blast? Was Middle? Did Middle come out then? So it would be like 10 minutes before my interview, and I would just blast it um, and dance to get rid of the nerves, but I've held on to that. And I just, I mean, I'll blast Kill the Lights still, or if I really want an oldie, I'll do September. And, or, you know, a Lizzo song always gets you in the mood, although now they're kind of overplayed, but I love her, also love her story. You know what? I'm gonna pull up her Instagram post that she just did because I found it was very inspiring. But that's one thing that I'm definitely continuing in 2020 is to dance more and you know let loose and and I dance alone blast some music in your room and dance and just smile appreciate where you are in life um I had another quote that I had just posted on my Instagram story and it was what a wonderful thought it is that some of the best days of our lives haven't happened yet and I love that I love that for 2020 because it's such an uplifter and you know some days some days will be bad but i feel like you have to go through the bad so that you appreciate the good days even more and 2020 there's going to be a lot of firsts for me a lot of news for me because it's my first time in the city in, t in this new year and first january not going back to school for a second semester and I'm just, I'm really excited to continue to go through, you know, this adulthood journey, I guess you can call it. And although it's kind of scary, like I actually went through a little bit of a slump because over this family vacation, because it was such a nice escape. I didn't have to think about work. I didn't have pressure. I didn't feel stressed out. And when it came to recording this podcast, I felt like I was nagging myself. I did just didn't really want to do it. I didn't feel inspired. Um, I was nervous to go back to the city, to go back to my life. And one of them was Katie Pilates podcast. I love her podcast. I get a lot of inspiration from that. And it inspired me. It really did. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of people are doing 2020 resolutions and I, you know, you don't even need to listen to a full episode to be inspired episode of any podcast or any YouTube video, whatever um, your go-to method to become inspired and motivated is. But when you get that itch and that that motivator, I mean, look at me, it's literally 1.03 a.m. now on Friday. And well, no, sorry, Friday morning. And I'm recording this episode because I just had this surge of creativity and I just wanted to record it. So, oh, I found the Lizzo. This is Lizzo's, I'm literally quoting her um, post on Instagram. 
2009 was the year my daddy died. 2009 was the year I lived in my car and cried myself to sleep on Thanksgiving. 2009, I was a girl in Houston, Texas with no plan, no hope, no will to carry on. 2019, 10 years later, is the year my album and song went to number one. 2019 is the year I told my mama I can buy you a house. 2019, I am a woman with 2020 vision of the future. Anything can happen in a decade. Tomorrow is the beginning of your anything. Thanks for the ride, 2019. Here we go, 2020. It is so, so crazy how so much can change in 10 years. So much can change in one year. So much can change in one month. That Instagram caption just was really badass of her. She she was vulnerable, totally vulnerable, laid herself out on the line. And, you know, she she turned her life around from hard work even when she thought she hit rock bottom. I'm going to have a little series, I think, of bringing people on and talking about their journey to self-love. It's so inspiring, you know, to see, to hear of Lizzo's journey. And I would love to have her on the podcast. Ooh, that's a good goal for 2020. Get Lizzo on the podcast. Let's start a petition. There's also another quote. I don't know it verbatim, but, you know, be proud of where you are now. Oh, I posted it the other day. It was like, be be proud of the woman you are today. You've come so far. You really have. I mean, think about it. Think about who you were two years ago or last year. Not trying to, you know, bring up all the feels, but if you do think of the time that you hit rock bottom, not not telling you that you have to go back to that in a mental state or rethink about all the conversations you had and nitpick and whatever and overanalyze, but just if you think about where you used to be then and think of where you are now. I mean, ah, millions of miles ahead, millions. So be proud of yourself. Seriously. I'm working on being more proud of myself too. I think that's also a great goal for 2020. And I know that a lot of people are like, oh, I don't really want to start a New Year's resolution because I feel like the new year shouldn't just be an excuse to have a goal because people think that you can just start a goal whenever you want, which I totally agree with. But I do think in a sense, there's something, there's a there's a beauty in, in the new year um, as, as a fresh start, just a new beginning. And of course, because it's 2020, that's the most perfect year. It's a new decade. For me, one of my resolutions is, and I wrote a whole list down here. Well, I broke it up. I wrote resolutions, work goals, social goals, life goals. And I was also listening to a podcast before this, Gals on the Go, and they were speaking about tracking your goals and how as a YouTuber, because they both do vlogs and that whole world of that, which I never really got into, honestly, but totally respect them for it, um, for any vlogger out there, because I know it's a lot of work and it's kind of crazy to put your life out like that. But in a way, it's like it, it is a journal and you can track you know, where you were last year or last month or two years ago, because it's, it's recorded. So I feel as though if you place goals for yourself and you track them, whether it's in a journal or whether it's, you know, consciously, that will keep you motivated to actually achieve them. So for example, one of my work goals is to write more for print because I love writing and I love seeing my name in print. It's just so rewarding and so I'm, I'm really going to work hard on a few pitches for 
not only Alexa, but also the New York Post. So we'll see. Um, I would also really love to style a shoot. So I feel like I have to continue to prove myself in that arena with pulling and, you know, continuing to make contacts and developing an aesthetic and a style to, you know, really perform well at a style shoot. I know um, my coworker, Nicole, she's the one who literally took me under her wing when I first started my job. And I watched her style a suit shoot and she styled a suit in four or five different ways. And it was really, really awesome to see that because of course it's more wearable. It was for the New York Post and more affordable. Of course there were some higher, higher end items, but I loved watching that whole process of her, you know, finding inspiration and then figuring out what her different outfits were going to be, where she was going to get the suit from and what color the suit was and talking it out with us, with the interns and seeing all the clothes come in and then seeing her style the clothes and her picking the model and going with the hair and the makeup and the location. It was really, really awesome. And it brought me back to the days of University Girl, the magazine that I started and you know, picking the location and starting the shoots. And of course it was way scrappier. (laughs) I mean, I remember we would style the shoots. One of my favorite shoots is like 90s nostalgia themed. And we were so freaking scrappy with how we got the clothing. So Mixology, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I used to work at a clothing store called Mixology and I formed a relationship with the CEO there. He's actually going to be on an episode very soon. So stay tuned for that. He was really supportive and the company ended up lending me clothes. It's literally mailed it right up to Syracuse and we used some of them for the shoots. And everyone on the U-Girl team, I would ask who has, you know, cow printed jeans? Who has X? Who has Y? Who has Z? And we would pull from our closets, from friends' closets. And that's literally how we styled from our models closets. (laughs) That's how we styled all the shoots. So now it'll be a little different because brands will lend. But yeah, so that's a really big goal of mine for 2020. And then a social goal of mine is to make new friends and to meet more people in the city. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm a very outgoing person, but, and I definitely choose quality over quantity for friends, but... I would love to learn more about other people and bring more positive people into my life. And I mean, even I feel like through this podcast, I've done that already. So I'm really excited for what's to come for the podcast and some of the guests that I'm having on. I'm so pumped. I'm so excited for the conversations I'm about to have. And also, ooh, I was thinking if I could have any podcast guest on, who would it be for 2020 as like a goal? And I was thinking I have a few. So I know I just had Lizzo and obviously Lizzo, um, but that's like a little out of my league at this point, I think. So someone who is probably still out of my league, but at least maybe a little more attainable than Lizzo is Ricky Thompson. I think he's freaking hilarious and so confident and so himself. And I would love to just hear his story because I feel like someone who is that open on social media probably went through something that kickstarted that attitude. I mean, I just want to talk to him. He, his energy is so infectious and he's just hilarious through social media. And yeah, whenever I watch his videos, I always get a smile on my face. So definitely him. Uh, 
I would love to have Katie Bellotti on. I feel like she's really deep and she also journals and she, I mean, she just really inspires me. She's my age or maybe she's a year above me. I don't remember. Um, those are probably the tops. Oh, also I, in 2020, I really want to manage my time better. So in college, I would always, even in high school, I like always had a planner you know, write down all my assignments. And if I had, you know, a tennis match or whatever, I would write it down. Side note, I played tennis competitively in high school, like all through high school year round. So I found that when I graduated, I kind of fell off that. And of course, when I'm at work, I have a list of things written down so I don't forget. It's not necessarily a to-do list or like assignments, but depending on what the task, what tasks I'm faced with, I'll write certain things down, but not that much, honestly. But I bought myself a planner. Well, my mom bought me a planner. (laughs) Like, how long ago? Over the summer, literally. Because I wanted to get my life together, I guess, post-grad. It's pink, obviously. And it says, get it, girl, on the front. And yeah, so I'm going to start to use that more. I definitely use Google Calendars a lot. For me, I know that, like, typing is just so much easier, but it kind of like has a bigger impact on me if I write it down. And what usually happens, honestly, is I'll have like one week where my Google Calendar is booked literally every single day after work for drinks or dinner or whatever I'm doing. Other weeks, it's like nothing. So I feel like as I get better with managing my time, I'll be able to spread it out more so that like one day after work, I can go to the gym. And then, you know, one one day after work, I can edit my podcast. And then one day after work, I can go out to drinks with friends. And then one day after work, I can do like whatever. I would love my weeks to be more balanced, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Not to like become more social or like do more things, but to just, if I spread it out more, I feel like my weeks will be more wholesome. I love that word, wholesome, wholesome. Okay. Um, I can't believe I just did this at like 1.30 a.m. I'm crazy. So yeah, I mean, I feel like those are my main resolutions that I want to start to implement into my life. And I'm really excited to start to do work toward them. So my last and final resolution that I'm going to share with you all is that I would like to read more. You know, even if I read one book this year or two books this year, I will find that as a win because I, I feel like I'm just really picky with books and I don't really know which ones to read. I'll pick up books and then I'll read them. Like I remember when I went on spring break, I started reading, well, funnily enough, I bought myself magazines and I freaking left them on the plane. So then I, when I left the plane, of course they were like, oh, look around, make sure you don't leave anything because you cannot enter the plane once you get off. Of course I get off and I'm waiting to get my luggage. I'm like, fuck my life. I forgot my magazines. What am I supposed to do now on the beach? I'm like freaking out. My friends are all laughing at me. And then I'm like, I guess I have to read this freaking book that I brought with me. Daisy Jones and the Six. But I literally got so into it. I was almost, I got like more than halfway done. And I got back to school and I actually made time to read because I was like, I genuinely miss reading this story and I miss getting to know the characters more. Um, And then I just fell off and I have not finished the book and probably never will. So yeah. (laughs) If anyone has any book recommendations, whether it's fictional or motivational, definitely slide into my DMs because I feel like it's good to have something to do other than going on your phone. Oh, I have to do my gaze. Oh, but this, I don't even have to do gaze goals of the week, honey, because 
this whole episode was a goal, but I guess I could say like realistic self-care goal of the week. I am 100% going to the gym on Sunday and then I have work Sunday night because I'm covering the Golden Globes. Well, tonight because if this episode's going to come out on Sunday. Um, yeah, I have to go to the office Sunday night and I'm going with Nicole and a bunch of other people are going to be there. We watch the red carpet. We take notes on like the best dressed and who's wearing who and like what designers and then... I'm on caption duty, most likely, unless I get to write a story on Best Dress, but we'll see. We will see what that day brings. Oh, and I will be cooking myself one meal this week. Like, mark my freaking words. It will be going on my story. Everyone will know. And yeah, I will be cooking myself one meal this week. I need to get on HelloFresh or like someone needs to send me an easy ass recipe to make. (laughs) So... Yeah, hit me up with those book recommendations and recipe recommendations, but like actually beginner level recipe, please. So thanks so much for listening. I am still in shock that I recorded this because I felt so unmotivated today until I listened to a few podcasts and got myself back up. And I would love for you guys to leave a written review if you enjoyed this episode and let me know what your 2020 resolutions are. Let me know what you enjoyed about this episode. And I am so excited to have my next guest on. She has such amazing energy. She's also my age, I believe. And she is just so positive. And I cannot wait to have her share her positivity with you all. In the meantime, catch up and binge on the other episodes and follow along at Girl Gaze Pod and me at Taylor Bradford. I am hyping up the girl gaze pod content because now i have interns so i've been collaborating and creating some cool content over there so definitely go check it out and happy 2020 happy new year everybody see you in two weeks bye